You're listening to Hey guys, welcome back to First of All, a real unfiltered conversation on career, family, relationships, and culture. I'm your host, Minji Chang. I'm an actor, producer, and entrepreneur here to share inspiring stories and to walk through everyday life with you. Hope you guys are doing well, staying safe and healthy and happy as much as humanly possible. Thank you guys for tuning in for this week's episode. I'm very, very excited to introduce our guest for the week because if you've been following along the First of All journey, you've heard me rave about these two and this show a lot. Partially because one of the co-hosts has been a three-feet guest on First of All, and that, of course, is none other than Priska Liang Kim, who I freaking adore. And she is a singer-songwriter who has been here. If you guys go back after this episode, after you listen to it, enjoy it, go back and listen to every episode with Priska because she is just so incredibly brilliant, articulate. Um, I learn a lot every time I talk to Priska. So she is back for the fourth time, but this time with her co-host, Roxy Shi, who is a Taiwanese-American writer and director based in L.A. And these two are just, I, they're on another planet in terms of their energy, their love for each other. They are best friends. And yeah, if you enjoy the Two Honey Goats podcast. And you're just, this is like a little crossover collabo episode where we get to talk about our journeys as podcasters, how we decided to create content and share our voices despite a lot of different barriers. And just how we've expanded as people, including conversation on spirituality. I learned so much by talking to them, not only about them and their fascinating human beings, but also about myself. And just so glad that in all of our busy schedules and in the midst of all of this insanity that we're living day to day, that we were able to talk um, and have this conversation share with you guys. So I hope that you enjoy it. Please, after you listen to this episode, go check out their podcast, Two Horny Goats. You will not be disappointed, I promise. And you'll learn a lot. Uh, But in the meantime, Enjoy this conversation to myself, Priska, and Roxy, co-hosts of the Two Horny Goats podcast, talk about finding our voices and a little bit about spirituality. Enjoy. Yeah, came in 88 with a dream also oh bright-eyed. They knew right away, sink or swim, there's no lifelines. Cutting their teeth on the move. Nobody's feeling these shoes. Welcome to First of All, Roxy and Priska. Thank you for having us. You both are busy, incredible, creative, entrepreneurial, badass women. And I'm just so honored. Again, like, I don't know. I've been very aware. I've been very cognizant of how, like, little energy is available to any human being lately. So it does mean a lot that you guys are here. No, this is a magical podcast moment. Like, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for magic to happen, y'all. Oh, well, it's also like Minji, I'm like, I've been a fan of first of all for so long. And, you oh, know, God. obviously I'm like, <laughs> when will I ever be on the podcast? But my manifestation <laughs> has come into the 3D. Oh, my God. So it is a, a, like, honestly, such an honor to be here, to be interviewed by you. And of course, with my love of my life, Prisca Curious oh is literally the triad of <laughs> my dreams, you know? <laughs> I feel I know. it. I feel like I've known Minji forever. I've known Roxy literally since the dawn of time. And like, I can't believe that this (laughs) brunch situation. I know. I can't believe this brunch situation hasn't happened already. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Well, you were the the connecting bridge, though, Priska, because I met Roxy 
Mm-hmm. Oh, when did okay? When did you guys meet? Can at we talk about reception, that reception, girlfriend? At, at your, my reception, at your wedding reception, I sat at the table because I had Roxy. I had heard of you and I had known <laughs> of you before, but I had uh-huh. never like had a conversation until it was Prisca's wedding. And oh, she yeah. had her reception, <laughs> oh, and I sat down and I was assigned by the heavens because the universe <laughs> gifted me with this oh, manifestation, and I this sat gift like of a, a human. Few, so I was like across the table from Roxy and then she like we all sit down. I've never spoken to this amazing woman before. And she's like, so what is everyone's drag name? <laughs> I that just thought fully an icebreaker would be fun. It was perfect. It was perfect. And then you're like, I'm going to start. Mine is Ava Cadeau. Hey! <laughs> oh, my God. That's true. <laughs> I remember that moment. Oh, you remember. <laughs> so Roxy does not Roxy. mess around. No, I was telling Roxy, I was like, anytime. So I'm like, oh, have you met Roxy? And they're like, um, I'm not sure. I'm like, okay, you've never met her because no. if you've met her, you know. <laughs> like, you fucking know when Roxy is in the fucking room with her fan, oh, with like her full on, you, you know. 100%. I feel like Big I'm presence. just like, I'm like, I'm like, let me hide underneath like some, no, some soil. And don't I feel ever like I want to bloom, you, up, you know. It's, it just feels weird to like socialize again because I've been literally so shut out from you I know, know just it's, talking it's to plants funny because like Prisca and I probably haven't talked for the longest in the last couple of weeks because she was yeah. out of town and mm-hmm. then she called me she's like hey babe like how are you like I miss you let's catch up and you've been really silent on social media is everything okay and I'm like I just acquired over 20 new house plants <laughs> They are my life now. Nobody else yeah, matters. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, seriously. But I'll make I was like, I have, I'm she was like, it. I had to. I was like, okay, change. like imagining like a plant situation. I'm like, okay, totally Pinterest, totally like ready to go. Here we go, TikTok, like all the dances of them. And then she's like, I had to have my boyfriend carry the palm into my apartment. I was like, wait, hold on, a full on palm tree? What the fuck yeah. is happening? What is um, happening? Yes, and then I went back by myself to get another one the week oh. after. <laughs> So this is actually an intervention. Yeah, I I, I do think I have a mental health problem. (laughs) I object because, you know what? I also had Andrew on, who is another incredibly talented writer and director. Oh, love him, love him. It's like, at what, 80, 100 plants? Like... It's, oh. a, it's, it's therapeutic you know what i mean oh. i will not i will not pl- you will not be plant shamed here at thank you i don't want to be plant shamed <laughs> ever <laughs> ever yeah yeah it's and not- even i re- recently even got like um you know jungle sounds that i play oh. at night <laughs> So, I love it. If you two ever visit together, it's now my new a space jungle aquarium um, oh my that God. I'm doing as a theme. So I have like um, you know, wall tanks with new beta fish and you know, just basically and, and my plants they have to hear the sounds to make them yes. feel like they're in the jungle they're at home I you know like, like the next time we come over we won't be able to find you it'll be like the game of jumanji where we probably just will. Into this jungle. it will yeah yeah are we yeah, doing yeah, the 90s jumanji or like the updated kevin hart the rock one oh i mean are... 90s jumanji come on <laughs> i mean robin williams jumanji yeah i mean that's the, the classic. classic give yes. me a hairy chest and robin williams like you know what I'm saying? oh and a young kirsten duns <laughs> i'm all about it i just want to run my hands through his chest fur oh love but um no all of all of it i love roxy and i love that because it says so much about your essence if everybody can already tell just from like getting to hear your beautiful voice i say because i listen to your guys podcast i i and i'm also a voice actor and like i listen very intently to people's tone and to like what can you what can you tell about a person just based on how they speak right because that's my Uh job like i have to deliver you know they say action and i gotta go 
And yeah. I think Roxy, like from the moment, from the story, the little tidbit that I just shared here about Ava Cadeau, it just said everything that I needed to know about <laughs> Roxy and the, <laughs> the the positive, generous, passionate <laughs> You guys, what energy? is this episode? I feel like I this no, is I'm this just supposed to be about you up two episode, horny Roxy. goats. Why is this all about me? <laughs> I know. No, literally, this is my plans coming to fruition. I'm like, you little bitch. I'm turning to a fucking tomato right now. And I'm, I'm like all things red i was like i want to shit myself and i also want to explode at the same time but in a, a good, good way right in, the, in an orgasmic way yes of course oh yeah 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 Stunning. okay oh yeah are you coming are you almost there <laughs> oh my god i got i got a glimpse of uh prisca's uh sexual improv with a friend on a camping trip and it was extensive like i was very impressed i was like this is like you know groundlings ucb level you know like uh what's uh-huh. the, what's the, what's the team after hours after, yeah, oh, it's like absolutely. a groundlings meets after hours phone sex. Were you titillated? Were you titillated? Were you I was just more like fascinated as a creative of like just the <laughs> oh. impressive flow of endless commentary. <laughs> <That's just> like, <laughs> I mean, I have to say like Roxy was a big part of my personal sexual awakening. So I'm just going to say that. I'm just going to put that down. I'm just going to put that so, out there. No elaboration. I feel needed, so you know honored. Saying? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Which, everybody can go listen to this because to Horny Goats is honestly one of my favorite podcasts and total transparency. I don't listen to as much content or watch as much content as I think I ought to as a creative person. I think it's very ironic that I don't consume a lot, but I genuinely enjoy like what you guys and I've and I'm just letting you know, Roxy, because I've told Prisca this many, many, many times. I like have appreciated and felt so seen, even though like I I want to host the same kind of conversations here and like Mm -hmm. bring up very vulnerable things like sexuality, mental health, and like issues with family and like religion, all that. But to hear it externalized by two women that I love and respect that articulate it so intelligently and with such love, it I have been brought to tears, like no joke. And I've called Prisca, like she's literally gotten a phone call from oh me going, my God. I was just listening to your thing and I just need to tell you thank you. Oh my God. I know so one I night just, she oh like God. called me and she was like, That's so um, I was listening to the podcast. <laughs> And yeah, I, I Minji, thank you for being such a huge support because Roxy and I, you know, uh, we can talk to a little bit more about, you know, why we started Two Horny Goats. I want to know, yeah. But we have to say, like, we would not be able to do Two Horny Goats had not, first of all, existed yes. first. Uh, we actually we actually thought about calling ourselves second of all. <laughs> That was the first name. That was number one. We on did. The we did. I was like, wouldn't it be funny if we called yeah. ourselves second of all? <laughs> I was like, that's the respect that we, yeah, yeah that's us showing respect you. to Minji. We stand oh my you. God. Like oh standing God. on the shoulder. So your praise means yes. everything. I mean, to, to the audience, the audience is probably like, oh my God, can you guys get over this like fucking love fest that you have for each other? We <laughs> no, get it. Cannot. I know. I'm just like oozing. I'm like, that's what it's about though. It's about community, right? It's about hearing yes. our stories amplified through different experiences. But at the same time, we're all connected right we all want the same things and we all experience the same things and why didn't we have those conversations you know Mm. it's it's very baffling to me and this i would love you know to get the origin story and understand like the podcasting thing because more and more people are asking me about how it has been 
being a podcaster slash they they are also considering podcasting themselves, which I'm like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I don't know the formula or anything. But yeah, I've been doing it for a number of years to like what degree of success. I don't know. But like Hi. it kind of has baffled me <laughs> that when when you hear the the duh conversations of like, oh, this is what I've been missing my whole life. And these are the things that I wish I had heard as like a young person or whatever, or even as a as an adult. Like yeah. when you have it, it's so wow, like. Why haven't we, like, it's just to me, I'm like, why haven't we been talking about this? Why haven't we been talking about this more openly? Why have these things been so uh, suppressed or like in secret, right? Or like in just in, not in the open spaces that once it's out there, you're just like. When a baby sees their reflection for their first time and they're like, oh my (laughs) God, like the look on their face (laughs) is just like pure shock and delight, you know? And I think um, it's similar with being, you know, like POCs who happen to be like women, um, just being able to see yourself reflected is such a a special experience. And I think, you know, I've always been a big fan of the podcast form, the radio form. I used to listen to Christian talk radio, which is like, you know, a whole different story. But I, you know, I love story. the form. I know it's a whole it's it's a beautiful format and it is so intimate and and you you are able to kind of disassociate from everything else and just focus on the conversation at hand. Um and so I think it's a really beautiful space to have a conversation. But I realized a lot of the podcasts that I came up on um that were really great, they all featured mostly white men and if we were lucky white women so for Mm -hmm. years and years like if you're listening to reply all this american life like they might have um female reporters but not very many who are people of color and then even when like invisibilia came out that seemed so groundbreaking two dope queens came out that was so groundbreaking Mm -hmm. and and paved the way for podcasts like ours like the like the three of us you know um but to I think to hear first of all and to hear the conversations that you were having Minji was such like a light bulb moment for our community and I think for Roxy and I it was it, it was a similar thing where and and Roxy like you know add on to this please but we just were talking and we were like we're having all these conversations and none of this is existing in a public sphere but it's occurring in a private sphere at a very 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 high rate yes and and people might be feeling i i don't know if we like like were this clear about it at the time but people need to know that they're not the only ones who are experiencing these highs these lows these joys these fears you mm-hmm. know it, it's a collective experience but we're disconnected from each other because these conversations aren't happening enough or frequently enough in the public sphere. Mm. Yeah. And also because like, you know, Minji, I wrote you a very long time ago, I think on Facebook when I first started listening to her podcast and I was like, <laughs> this is groundbreaking bitch. Like, fuck yes. Like do your, do the work. Like this is amazing. You're a pioneer, you know, and I was standing you so hard and it never really came across my mind or nor Prisca's mind that we we're going to be, you know, podcasters. But yeah. I think the best thing about, <clears throat> excuse me, our our friendship is that it sort of gives us a shortcut, you know, Mm -hmm. into, because every time I'm thinking about like, I don't even know where I can dig if I were just to talk to myself or somebody else, you know, for a certain amount of time, I'm afraid to go into the depths, but with Mm -hmm. my best friend and with someone that I trust completely, Mm -hmm. who I know can hold me in a safe space and a safe, loving space, something that I didn't have growing up, you know, like, and, and am I, am I, I don't feel as scared 
as I would be normally. I wouldn't have those boundaries up. I wouldn't feel that need to like create these walls, right? And the deeper I go, the more I'm just like, holy fucking shit. There's so much here that even I wasn't aware of. And I'm a fucking storyteller. You know what I mean? Like I make movies and I write for a living. And even then I wouldn't, (laughs) thank you. But even (laughs) then it's like, I wouldn't have gotten to the depths that I have if it wasn't for my friendship with Prisca. And I think that's something that broke open for both of us mm. and our friendship in more mm. ways than we thought it could. That's it, so true. And yeah. it, I honest, I want to say it really registers. Like I'll say as a listener, as a thir- as the objective party here, you can, it really reads because those are as, you know, all of us are story. I mean, we're all creatives here. Right. And I think mm-hmm. the way that we interpret truth and authenticity comes in a lot of different forms. Priska's a singer songwriter. I think when she's like writing things that are near and dear to her versus something that's not true or not truly like part of her soul, it's going to read differently. You know what I mean? I feel like it's just going to fall a little bit short of like the magic that happens when you do something that's coming from a truthful place. And for me, I play, I'm I'm a make-believer too with acting and like I have to enter other characters, but I have to bring myself. And then when it clicks and it makes sense and there's truth there, then that's something that's I'd say much more enjoyable to watch or, you know, just in general is watchable because there's like, oh, that's honest. And I think that's something that I hear a lot, not just about the the topics that you guys cover, but the Mm. way that you guys connect. So I just, again, I'm being hype woman here because (laughs) I I see in your, that is so, it's made me just step outside of my own stuff um, and my relationships, listening to you guys talk about your friendships, like the, the, the awesome things that you guys cover which we'll talk some about. I want to like unpack some of that here today on first of all. Um, sure. It's just, yeah. it's just truthful. So thank you for that. Um, and before we go into like the yeah. nitty gritty, I want to spill some more tea and everything. Um, curious hey. because I know people, there are people listening who are curious about the podcast universe. Can we take a couple minutes just to like shed light on what are the learning lessons you've learned? Maybe on like a technical side and a plan, like the truth of Ooh. being a podcaster because that stuff that I'm like... <laughs> Like, because p- people ask me that, and maybe we can just like summarize oh, it here a little bit. A little, little Prisca, poor Prisca has to deal with all of the technical bullshit <laughs> of our of our of our podcast, and you know, we were. I mean. I'm lucky because I get to edit, you know, and I get to be do the fun things, you know, and mm-hmm. she has to deal with like, you know, QC and like all of this other fancy stuff that I don't know about. Um, no. So Prisca, I mean, you you can talk about that, I guess. I mean, it's, a, it's honestly such a joy. It's kind of like, I mean, I know Roxy's voice so intimately now. It's almost like I know it as well as I do any of my lovers. You know what I mean? I okay. am your um, lover. Like literally like, you know, I'm every... I'm your lover. What the fuck? I know. No, literally you are. Yes. Um, but like, like, you know, I'm. you're sitting there and you're having these... You're, it, it's this really meta experience I feel um, okay I'm going to start first with like before the technical side I think what I do love about podcasting in general is it's hard to just give prescriptive advice or um, instructive material mm. in such a long format and you know in this TikTok world where 30 seconds is all you need to like learn rocket science like it's so great to sit down with Roxy week after week and and I don't really come off well in short little snippets. Like I feel like 
Like I, it, the more pressure I feel to come across well or to be smart and quippy and on top of things like the worse I do. And so what's great about doing this with Roxy is I can kind of relax into the moment. Sometimes I have like, like come in a little manic, a little anxious, a little whatever, but we blend and melt into each other, kind of like softening butter before you cook, you know? Ooh. And so I think that's what's so great. <laughs> it's like, like, you know, it's not a prescriptive existence. You don't have to be so curated. Like you can really in full form show how your mind works. And if people are listening to that, then it's like this crazy experience of like, okay, well, I'm not a crazy person. I don't need to gaslight myself. Like I can just exist in this. And then, so it, it's kind of this meta experience because you're having the conversation and then you're listening back to the conversation and then you're also like marketing that conversation so it, it becomes this it this incredibly present moment which then turns into a very um a, a very technical moment and then turns into a, its own entity Mm. And sometimes Roxy and I listen back to certain episodes and it almost feels like an out of body experience in that it's almost like, oh, it doesn't even feel like it was us anymore. It became the conversation became its own entity. So that in and of itself has been I wasn't expecting that coming into this. Right, Rox? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I think as Capricorns, it was very hard <laughs> for us to not be perfect. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, in this, you know, we were just so like. When we first came together, we were just like, beachy, yes, marketing plan, yes, proposal, Boom. yes, done within a day, you know? It's like, <laughs> we outlined our episodes, we're going to try for six weeks, you know, we we did all this, we love planning, yeah. like, yeah. schedules oh turn us on, you know, like, so much. like one sheets uh, turn us on, vision boards turn us on, you I know? I needed you calendars. guys so bad when I started this, but yes, oh. <laughs> we, we are very much like that, and that's why we understand each other super well, but mm. I think throughout this, we've learned to embrace embrace messiness a little bit more but it's it's mm -hmm. honest right so it's like it's like what you were talking about if authenticity and honesty is at the root of it and intentionality is at the root of it then mm -hmm. we should allow ourselves to embrace that right so I think like coming I, I mean people have asked us about podcasting and both Prisca and I are like you do not understand it's like raising a baby. I mean, yes. she and I have, mm -hmm. don't have babies yet. We, we don't know. But it's like, it is a lot of work. It's more than it seems, right? Mm -hmm. And right yes. now, it's just me and her right now. And Abe helps us out as well. But mm -hmm. it's like, we, you know, it's like one hour of content is like six hours of work, you know, yeah. between the both yeah. of us. And um, we we're just like, you have to examine your intention. And I think this generation with COVID and all of that, a lot of people in our generation and Gen Z as well as like, why are we doing this? What is your intention? Mm -hmm. And if it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I just want to like do a podcast, you know, like just <laughs> to like, like no shade, you know, no shade, no shade, no shade. You know, it's like, I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, but why? Yeah. Like, why? What? And I think that's such a good point. <laughs> yeah. Because before we started the day before we recorded our very first episode i think like we had maybe already done our like you know um our seed episode mm -hmm. um but we hadn't done our full episode yet and i'm texting roxy at like 10 p.m which i'm you know want to doing <laughs> just like bombing her with like text messages and she's like okay all right take it back <laughs> but i'm just like i'm freaking out and i have a stomach ache and and my mouth is dry and my palms are sweaty mom's spaghetti like i don't know what's going on like you know what i mean and I literally, I felt from the bottom of my core, like I was like, I am scared because this is requiring vulnerability, mm -hmm. but I also feel inadequate and I'm not aligned in my purpose. So I, I 
you know, this is very like LA sounding thing, but I talked to my life coach. Um, her name's Yannicka and I talk about her a lot on, on our podcast, but I talked to her and I was like spinning out. I was like, maybe we should call this off. Like, I know we bought the domain, but you know, maybe we could sell it to someone for, for a profit or something like, you know, I was freaking out and she was like, Priscilla, like, what do you want? Like, what do you want to see? in this world like what do you want to see for asian americans because i know it's something that you're very passionate about and i was essentially like i i want people to see us as 360 degree like 3d full-fledged flesh and blood human beings Mm. with with strengths and weaknesses um interests and desires hates and hopes and all all, everything messy and in between she's like okay well what do you think it's going to take to get there and i thought about it for a minute and i was like thousands upon thousands upon thousands of conversations and i was like and i and, and, and interactions um and she was like well why can't this podcast why can't this show you do with roxy just be one of them one of the thousands of conversations that it requires and i think for me like i tell this story i talked about this to roxy all the time but i think for me it was it was kind of this this is bigger than us we are just a droplet or maybe a grain of salt in this cresting wave that's that's growing in growing and in intensity and in height and if we can just be one molecule one h2o molecule in that giant crusting wave like why not be a part of it you know and i think it helped me manage my own ego manage my own self-importance take away the pressure that i was putting on myself and then just understand it as like we're running this giant race together and we all need each other that's amazing exactly It's like, it's like, um, but as Asian American women born into these bodies, that expectation that we build for ourselves is 10 times, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's, Mm -hmm. it's the expectation to be perfect that we cannot fail. And through doing this, it's about unlearning that conditioning, right? Letting all of that go and embracing mess, which is the hardest thing for us. imperfection embracing imperfection embracing flaws embracing your shadow because your shadow fucking follows you no matter where you go it can't outrun it you know what i mean yeah so it's like it's like all of this right it's so true and i think simu lu um wrote on twitter he was like um shang chi got 86 percent on rotten tomatoes um, my parents are probably wondering why it's not an A plus. Like, you know? <laughs> By the way, there needs to be more marketing for that movie. I don't understand why oh, the fuck yeah. Marvel's not doing that. It's pissing me <laughs> oh, off. I'm sorry, I'm saying this out bullshit. on the whatever. Yeah. Um, speaking no, my I'm truth, it's fine. Speak your truth. Yes. It's a safe space. No yes. one's going to hear this. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> like, we had a podcast and thought this was a FaceTime. Oh, I thought we, we were just, just having a talking. group chat right now. We were yeah, just actually. talking with the Goyles. Wait, should I not have drank seven mimosas? I thought we were at brunch we're <laughs> totally at brunch we're in la a uh, i'm actually gonna l up la you uh or like meet your la-ness because the, okay the, here we go the origin of this <laughs> podcast was with my life coach hey! and, and, I, and, and, and that's integrated into like stuff that i talk about because there was so much severe judgment <laughs> on like having a life coach and doing all these things that i in my mind had like deemed very you know, like I had a lot of judgment and just a general like, Ugh, are you serious? Yeah. Like all of like the, eye roll. Yeah, total eye roll. And I I, I roll my eyes a lot at everything. And mm-hmm. it's and it's I mean, you're my, from NorCal. So I, I get mean, it. it's, like, yeah, it's baked into my DNA. Basically, <laughs> it was in the water that I drank every day. Uh, speaking of H2O. But I know. It, it's kind of like this, this uh whatever it's the eye rolling or it's the minimizing or it's the fear-based actions of like, you know, all the things that we want to do or the things that we have to say or wanting to contribute to help even like the ego part is so 
mm. complex because it's not all about like, hey, look at me. It's also about like, I want to participate. I count too and I matter. And then like dashing those to like shutting that up and being like, no, you don't. Like there's this like very complicated relationship in there that it's not just clean cut like yeah. narcissism, I guess. I, I, some people kind of equate no. having ego issues to just being a narcissist. And I think those are different things. I think ego is just like a lot of that inner voice that tries to control and uh drive us by fear or like keep us safe you know that's a big goal of the ego right. and the ways that that can turn up in our lives and our behaviors is to like shut up when we want to speak or to second guess or self-doubt or procrastinate on like the show that we want to make and be a drop yeah. of water in the bucket like mm -hmm. and that's something that i've been uh i've been definitely contemplating a lot like where do the judgments come from yeah. culture Why of gaslighting I'm you know culture yeah. of gaslighting yeah, As women, you know, and in our and, community too, let's be real, you know, like it, 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 like now it's cusping. Like we couldn't be having this conversation 10 years ago. No, I say it would even be, like look five. Really different. You know? Oh, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. It's been a well, long on ramp. Um, it's also <laughs> interesting because I think that, you know, I think we just have a lot of fear around not being good enough. But at the same time, it's like, um, I think after starting this podcast, I have so much more compassion for other content creators mm. just because I think <clears throat> I used to criticize people a lot. I mean, I still can, you know, I, I can be a critical person, especially in private. Um, and, and, and it's because I do want to see a lot in our community, but yeah. I think the damage of that is like when you are the one putting yourself out there, when you are the one being vulnerable um, whether or not you have some blind spots, whether or not you you have things that you're not doing perfectly, you're still moving. You're helping to move the needle. Yeah, you're helping to do something, and it's not about being perfect. It's about showing up. And yeah. so I think now, after starting the podcast, I've moved away from being so critical and just trying to have a lot more compassion for people that are putting it all out there, that are letting it all hang out. A hundred percent. Good for you. And yeah. you guys know, like we were alluding to earlier with like the technical aspects, like the amount of labor, there's, there is definitely the emotional, mental labor that goes and spiritual labor. Like you're just evolving as a person as you're yeah. letting your voice be heard literally and, yeah. and putting thought into that, doing the actual thing, messing up, revising, you know, going right. back, back to the mic and, and doing all that. And then on top of that, doing the actual like process of creating a show marketing it, putting it out into the universe. Like that's something that is literally take you guys take four years to put my face on my own graphic to oh my God. Um, give myself a proper website. Those are, those are years. And I, I feel a level of embarrassment about that. Like uh, I'm working on being compassionate about those actions mm -hmm. that I did or did not take in the four years that I've had this podcast of like, and then examining that being a little bit like in the compassion being like, what did take me so long? You know, yeah, like, what, what, what what was that process like for you? Like what, where did you go? Like, I guess, take me through, I don't want my image on there. And like, okay, I'm open to having my image on there. What was that kind of inner dialogue like? The irony of the irony is like, I am one of the biggest advocates or have been made it my career for over a decade to like advocate for Asian representation in media. Right. Yeah. And then when it came to my podcast, when it came to like, how am I going to, what's my log line? Like what's my uh, descriptor of, first of all, I shied away from the whole, like, it's an Asian American podcast. Like I did, I was one of those people that was like, I don't want to be in that niche. I don't want to be mm. pigeonholed in that way. I want to, I was really leaning on like, it's a female hosted show. That was a big mm -hmm. deal for me. Um, 
But I don't, I've had a very complicated relationship with like my own Asian American identity and not wanting mm. that to be the entirety of who I was because right. it was already the huge part of my identity being the head of an Asian American nonprofit and this Asian American yeah. movement of like Asian American representation. I think that that the volume of that in my life already took up so much space that I you didn't what, want it to overrun my podcast. Like, yeah, and you I know feel what, that. I think. Yeah. That makes sense because um, I used to really get irritated <clears throat> like when people would ask me like, oh, are you um, are you writing music for Asian Americans? Like, mm. oh, you must like be be writing music for Asian Americans. And I'm like, no, I'm I'm not. I'm writing music. And the thing is, <clears throat> you're looking. I think a lot of people look at it from the wrong way because the fact is um, I am Asian American. There's nothing I can do about my body. There's nothing I can alter about my person that would make me not Asian American. Like, doesn't matter how many people I sleep with, how many countries I go to, like my external form is always going to be this. And, and anything that I create comes from this source. Mm -hmm. So it, no matter what, like the mouth of like the arrowhead, whatever spring, it, it, that water is going to be from arrowhead. Like there's nothing you can do to make it not from that source. Yeah. And so I, I think like when people want to pigeonhole you or want you to constrain that, that's like looking at it from the wrong perspective because there's nothing that you Minji can do. That's not of Minji. And I think that's interesting because I think we all have a desire to do that. We all have a desire to branch out. You know, mm. I actually, disconnected myself from the AAPI community when I did my first feature film mm. because I was being told that are you going to make a documentary Roxy mm -hmm. are you going to make a romantic comedy I was like why because I'm a woman and it's like why didn't you cast Asian leads I'm like because it takes place in the south right and yeah and and there's because you are who you are it's like obviously people are going to you know put you in that label in that corner right but it's up to you to make sure that you don't see that as any sort of factor right like you just mm -hmm. go ahead and you present yourself the way that you want to and it's actually been very surprising because a lot of our demographic is actually like not women because we thought that's where we're going to be reaching and also mm -hmm. not asian mm -hmm. we have a lot of people from different communities like listening in and learning and saying oh they're like Oh, yeah. Like the black community finds a lot of resonance with our stories as well. Amazing. And um, they've been writing to us. So I think you don't know, you know, you I think we set this expectation of ourselves that are like, oh, because we are this brand and because we are who we are. Like, this is our demographic, I guess, like millennial mm -hmm. Asian women. That's what me and Prisca thought, you know, mm -hmm. but then it's totally. been very surprising. And I just want to say one thing about something that you said, Minji, earlier about how, you know, you were four years ago when you were like starting this, you did, you just recently made a website, blah, blah, blah. And I think that's something that we all need to do as like Asian American women is learn how to be more gentle with our past mm. selves instead of reprimanding them. Cause Prisca used to do this as well. You know, mm. like she used to make fun of herself all the time of like who she was when she was younger. And I was like, but I love that version of you. And all mm. these people love that version of you. And like, <laughs> you know, and I, I'm also learning how to do that too. And you know, it's crazy. Cause like, I'm going to share something. <laughs> I haven't told Prisca this either. Oh. Um, so my first movie is, I feel really strange about it because mm. it got really bad ratings and um, I was really proud when it first came out and I don't know how to feel about it because it was made so long ago. So I haven't seen my first film in forever mm. and I got signed with a new agency. I'm now with APA and Woo. they, they're nice. sending out the tribe instead what? of my recent work. Whoa. And I'm like, 
what are you doing? Right. <laughs> and, 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 and strangely, it's like, I've been meeting with these execs who are just like, girl, I was screaming. They were like, your movie, the tribe is so bold and so daring. Like your third Whoa. act was just like, fuck it. Right. And it's so violent and it's, it's so angry. And I was like, you liked it. And I've been getting amazing. so much responses where it's like, these executives are like, yes, it's amazing. And wow. I like went to watch it, you know, with my partner for the first time in years. And I was really nervous because I was like, this is a very vulnerable part of me. Because yeah. this is a movie by Baby Roxy. My wow. first movie. Like literally fetal Roxy. Fetal, <laughs> fetal Roxy. Wow. And, and it was it was so. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, my God, go, young Roxy. And yes. I was like, I almost cried because I was like, why didn't I honor you more? You know, I was like, people hated, well, they gave it, they were just like, you shouldn't watch this movie as a piece of trash, you know, it's so lazy and whatever. And I'm like, wait a second. I was like, she actually had so much, like, there are things that I did in that movie that I wouldn't do now. And I'm like, because I don't have the courage to anymore. Right. Oh, so true. That's oh. so sick. Oh my God. I'm so proud of you. I'm, I'm so, so happy. Amazing. I'm so happy with You're my so, plants. You were just ahead of your time. You That's all it was, Roxy. No, I swear to God. And that, oh my God. I'm just, I, I haven't known you as deeply or as long as Priska. And I want to say, like, I'm so proud of you, Roxy. That's, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's a very brave thing. And a lot of people, I just, the more that I get to know people, I've been very lucky to have a lot of amazing people let me into their lives and let me know their deep thoughts and feelings and all that what mm. i've learned over time from different generations a lot of people spend a lot of time and energy avoiding doing what you just did which mm. is to look back at that and to sit in it and to revisit it and to be like mm. oh shit here we go like, you have to squirm in the discomfort of like yeah. certain things are just like I, oh my god that was a badly written scene or that was like poorly but but overall i was like that confidence yeah you know like yes, i don't know girl. her but fuck i admire her you know so i i would say just be gentler with your younger selves because that is so she was someone different you know what i'm saying like worthy of she respect oh and she gosh. she laid groundwork and she she is foundational to roxy now who's happy with her freaking beautiful ass plants man thank like you. Yes. that is so yes thank you for that reminder thank you for, that is very very true and it's actually very there's your see i knew i knew there was i i just already knew when we put the calendar invite like i knew that there's gonna be some <laughs> magic that happens <laughs> but this is like this is why you know when you you're on the same page and you're vibing and you're in alignment for you know the la translation <laughs> when you're in alignment with your people like uh it, this is touching on some things that i read this morning because i've had i've been in a massive funk for the last few weeks i had like a covid scare my roommate had covid i like mm. i was sick for a couple weeks and like just stuck in my room having multiple existential crises but really thinking about the same thing of like why are we doing all of this like what is mm. what is what is it that I want to do what is it that I want to say and having all these points of recognition Roxy of like I am not who I used to be and it's this weird realization of like the good and bad of it like you're kind of like I miss that like where did that fire go where did that girl who like wanted to do xyz and now you're just like mm. 
what are you? I was reaching points of apathy and like, just like, I don't give a fuck about this anymore. It was, mm. it kind of scared me. Cause I was like, I don't know this girl. And like kind of having you're ascending to, bitch. That's what you're doing. <laughs> but those are all, you know, what? evidence of ascension. It doesn't feel like it. It's fucking uncomfortable, but you know, you right. are having an ascension flu. Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, but today I, re- I, you know, I think like accepting that going, sitting in that discomfort of like, maybe like this is just a departure of that former me and the weird thing with having a podcast like I can fucking listen to her like I'll just yes. like pick oh, up shit. episode two and be like well that was me then you know I was mm. wow I, I really process different and the book that I was reading this morning is called good morning I love you and it's about mindfulness mm-hmm. and it was about intention and you just you brought that up earlier and it really struck me because I've talked about intention before it's not the first time I've heard of the term or thought about it or incorporated but it's this version of me thinking about what's my intention today, tomorrow, whatever. That is, that was some (laughs) profound, like unexpected. Like I thought I was just trying to read my chapter from the day and carry on. So So I'm curious, like how you, when you guys like from even, we can use the framework of the podcast, but definitely you as creatives, you as women, now everything you've learned through making content, like working with each other, I'm sure like, being colleagues now, creative colleagues is different than being BFFs. Like my relationships change all the time. The different projects I enter into different people, you know, like how have you guys reset intentions or, you know, cause I'm just realizing that is so crucial, even though it can seem kind of to some people and my former self kind of like, how important is that? Like you just have to have your goal, blah, blah, blah. What's the difference between having like a goal and intention? Like, I'm curious what you guys Ooh, think about that and how it's changed. That's a really Roxy, good question. Go. I bitch. know. That's a really good question. <laughs> oh my God. Prisca, uh, Prisca and I, uh, we, we, I don't know. Oh my God. Prisca, where do we even begin, honey? Um, uh, I, I guess, uh, I, I guess I can say, you know, a little background on Roxy and I for, you know, some of your listeners, Minji, who, who don't know us. Yeah. We went to college together. Um, we were in uh, the same film classes. Um, we were both film studies majors at UCI. Are we Shout tell out to this Fatima. Story? Are we Shout out to tell Bl- story? Are, are we gonna... telling the story? It's I was going to skip over it, but it's fine. I was not. Um, I was not aesthetically uh, a, <laughs> uh, a, a, a like. I wasn't an aesthetically pleasing looking person. <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I looked like a nerd. It was okay. It's fine. It was two thousand nine and um you know like narrow glasses and greasy face like that was in then right you're like doing okay we we so. have moisturizers and sprays for that yeah. you're ahead of your time so you know as you can see everyone dear listener roxy has a ton of charisma and she basically <laughs> woos and wins over every person Stop. that she meets and college was that like College was you doing that on hyper mode <laughs> like you were just doing like literally flirting with Everyone winning everybody was, over and people social were just whore. falling at Roxy's feet. Oh, constantly. Social whore, social it was, whore. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> now she's a plant lady, but you you have to know. Like she, this this is Roxy's past. Um and so we were in this class together and like literally she would roll in and everyone in the class would be laughing at her jokes, like everything's be going on. Every like she had You're these amazing like pitches. I'm not, I'm really not. You can ask I really anybody. Don't think it's she fact. Is. I'm not. And she would have the these point. pitches for short films and like everyone would be dying over them oh like they're so abstract. And I'm just like literally the nerd in the corner and I'm just like <laughs> trying to make eyes with her. Like, you know, just once. Like I was like, maybe we could be friends. And I make eyes with her and she was like, Ew. <laughs> I mean, 
So that's kind of where we started. Um, and then I PA'd on her short and then I slowly won her over very slowly. Like I said, I'm not good at first impressions. Slowly over the next 12 years, won her over. Nice. Just kidding. And when I needed a place to live after college, um, you know, I was living at my parents' house and that just wasn't tenable because you cannot bring people home to go to bed with when your parents no. are pastors. And you live some places. It's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. And so Roxy, like, literally, like, didn't, like, kick out her other roommate, but, like, was like, I'm going to make it happen. And I moved in, like, within a week. So we live together. Um, we're very close friends. And so, like Roxy said, we have this very strong foundation. Um, and, and, you know, when we lived together, we had our moments where like, you know, when you, any roommate situation you deal with, like, you know, my annoying habits and, and whatnot. And my annoying but, habits. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when we came together, we've been growing our friendship and I, 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 I've always really appreciated it because Roxy's this person where if you want to be fun and, and play around, she's down for it. If you want to go deep, if you want to talk real, she's there immediately with mm. you. Right. Like I remember laying in bed with her, like talking till 6 a.m., um, drinking like two dollar wine, just like dreaming about the future, sharing about our fears, like opening up, up, up about our desires. Um, and, um, you know, over the years, our friendship has kind of like we we when we moved out um our friendship kind of has been brunchy fun jokey um and we've really maintained that and we have so much fun together but we also have these moments where when we need each other we we catch each other and we hold each other and we hold space for one another and we've both been developing as people um Roxy's been on this amazing spiritual journey and I myself have been doing this kind of inward work as well and i i think we both noticed and recognized any in, in each other that we had changed, mm. that we had somehow matured, that we could talk on levels that were way deeper than we ever did before. Um, and I think that that's where kind of the podcast was birthed from the the sexual orgy that our mind and souls had created this and birthed this thing. But I think I had a lot of fear, a lot of fear that it would mess up our relationship and mess up our friendship. And so what we did at the very get go, and I'm not I'm not saying we got it right, because there's still like a lot for us to continue working through. Mm -hmm. But we, we, we built in we baked into our structure, we were like, okay, Let's try and do it. So every quarter, every quarter of the year, let's have a feedback session where during this session, we just bring we we come with love. We come with compassion and understanding, but we can also be um, lovingly critical, lovingly um, like bringing forth things that need improvement. And that um, I'm so glad we had. I don't know how but we, we set had boundaries sort of with each other. That. That's what it yeah. is. You know, I think we were just like oh, yes, we're here. We arrive at this space to have space for each other. But yeah. Prisca and I know each other so well that if we look at each other and one of the vibes is like off and we're just like, all right, we're not going to record today. Let's just fucking drink, you know, because yes. like, <laughs> and then she'll come over with like wine and cheese and, you know, salami. <laughs> and that, that will be like us taking care of each other because the difference between goals and intentions is that goals is a very firm mark, right? It's like right. we work towards that. You're disciplined. You work towards it. But intentions is is fluid mm. right because our intention is safe space and love right so it's like it, we will challenge each other but it's all out of love so it's like mm. at the foundation of 
all of that. We understand that anything that we're doing, if we're feeling triggered about something, that it's really not about that. And we have to examine our inner child. Why are we responding that way? And mm. and and I know that she loves me. She knows that I love her. Like it is unconditional. It is something that is unquestionable. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that as we move into adulthood, a lot of deep shit comes up where you start to not trust other people. You start not to let other people in. But something that is so important for, you know, us as people is that our relationships are our world. Mm-hmm. And how do you build a healthy one? Not just with your romantic partner, but like with your platonic best friends, with your family, like as much, you know, and set those boundaries. Right. So we 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 hear each other and we're both intentional about building a relationship together for the long mm. run. So the podcast is just one element of it, but it's yeah. not the the it's root of it. True. Yeah, and I think like what Roxy was saying like I I think I agree with you so much. On days where it's like, "Hey, we're not we're not he- we're not ready to record. One of us or both of us we're not in that space." The more important thing instead of just canceling this session is nurturing our friendship, nurturing the relationship, because sometimes like that's all that needs watering and you don't need to be productive and you don't need to, you know, you don't need to produce something. You just need to be with. And that I think I think prioritizing that was um, it seemed counterintuitive at times. Yeah. But it's been it's been really, really worth it because we walk out of those just hangout sessions um so much more restored and understanding and trusting each other and holding that safe space and like Roxy was saying like setting boundaries and so. Prisca you weren't like this in the past like no. you, you were not like this at all you were just like no but we need to do it because this is our deadline and this is when yeah. it goes up like muscle through 20s Prisca yeah. was like this and and I would also be like that but then we're just like well are we gonna lose our audience no yeah mm-hmm. you know Mm-hmm. But could we lose our mind? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then, and therefore yeah. lose the friendship and the show, you know, cause that, yeah, there, those things, I think sometimes we can drastically underestimate how fragile those things are and like mm-hmm. how, how, you know, you think that you can just muscle through something, but it's kind of like on the physical, like if you're not, if it's brittle, it can just break, it can just shatter, you know, and you can't yeah. repair that. Some things are, at a certain point, a certain age, after a certain level of life experience, like you can't always just bounce back from everything, you know? And I've learned that in a lot of different versions of different relationships, whether that's like family or friendships Mm -hmm. and even like business, right? I think it applies to all those things. It's wise. I think it's wisdom (laughs) in addition to being, in addition to being loving and being kind and being, you know, um, a a person who's awake and like considerate of other people and, and self, it's a wise thing to consider those, like what's the actual cost of like just trying to push through everything and trying yeah. to do that and, and being flexible. Like I, I, that's incredible Prisca to hear and for a friend to witness and like validate over like in love just right. to say, yo, I see you and I see this transformation as a person. And the fact that you guys set those intentions is freaking incredible because I've just realized in so many different fa- ways again, like how much I've been operating on autopilot for so many facets yeah. of my life and yeah. for better or worse, you know, some ways, I mean, in all cases, I learned a lot, mm. burnt out a ton, you know, <laughs> um, hurt some people, got hurt myself. And those are all learning lessons. Mm. Right. But like, I'm just realizing very much the, the cost and the benefit of having been on like 
being programmed a certain way, acting and re- reacting in certain ways. And now with yeah. this whole intentionality thing, and this that's been a many multi-year long journey of like actually incorporating that into my life and actually making that like something I do regularly versus like <laughs> Yeah. At the at the end of a burnout session, you know, to like right. set intentions of like, I want to have healthy relationships. And then for yeah. what does that even look like? And then if I'm going to have healthy relationships, realizing I can't be for me, it's like I can't be friends with everybody. That's one of the yeah. things I've been oh, learning lately. Yes. No. Good, good, good. good that was a big yes. one. It was like yes, for me bitch. to actually really like that included <laughs> yeah. not being liked by certain people. Oh, that's a big one. Huge that's a big one for me. Priscilla and I have dealt with this too. Yeah. Oh my God. Like literally so big, you know, but I, I would say to, to what you're saying, Minji too, in this like, crazy hyper content creation world we live in like like your mental health should not be at the expense of capitalism yes fuck it you know what i mean right like and it's like uh, i know so many musicians over this past quarantine who used to put out a minute of music every day and during this quarantine they've they've had this moment of self-reflection and they're like I'm not doing that anymore because I'm doing it even when I'm not passionate about it, even if I'm not loving it, even if I'm not like and I do think I genuinely think there are moments where if you don't have something to say, you don't need to talk. Mm. And I think that's the fallacy of a lot of this like content creating um, culture we have going on. It's like we need to talk. We need to say something. We need to make a statement whether or not you're prepared to you're informed enough. You're ready, you know, and and I'm not saying that we're coming to to the podcast any of us i'm not saying that we're coming perfect i'm not saying that we're coming like with everything figured out but if you don't have something to say like you don't need to talk wow that is so wise prisca (laughs) i learned it from my roxy (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot to i mean i've learned i'll say like i've learned a lot by listening to myself talk i'll tell you that and i have not listened back to everything that i have said on my podcast so, like it's still not the greatest feeling it just i don't know if it ever no, will no. be and i'm okay with that but sometimes it's been oh there it is it, sometimes it has been excruciating to listen to myself because i'm like what Ooh. are you saying like do you even yeah. mean that like and, and it just all of this it's like again you leave you leave yourself like you said Priska, it, it's its own entity sometimes you talk without really thinking or you're just being honest because you're not filtered or whatever and then when I listen back on some of those moments, I'm like, well, damn, you know, but it's already out yeah. there. And I've had to learn how to reconcile that. I'm like, well, that was that. I made it. Own it. I don't agree with that That's anymore. Its own relationship. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird. Like sometimes Roxy will walk away from an episode and she's like, oh my God, like I didn't know what I was talking about. I was like, so like all over the place. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cut yeah, that yeah. Out. Maybe we should just do it. And I was like, all right. All right. Let's, let's give it a second. Let's give it a day. A, a lot of times let, let's give it a sleep. And then and then give it in when you're editing it. If you want to cut it out, you cut it out because I trust you. Um, And so Roxy does the content edit and then I do the fine edit. And so almost nine times out of 10, when she's going through and doing that content edit, um, all her fears and worries from the day before or two days before kind of melt away. Because when you hear someone um sharing their thoughts in full it doesn't have to be neat and organized per se but you can follow that thread and that's what's beautiful yes essence you guys are hella capricorn always got good shit to say are you a cancer are you a a water sign i'm 100 yeah i'm very water sign 
Oh my God, she called Wait, it. Is, is she a cancer? I'm a cancer. Yeah. <gasps> you knew that? Oh you my God. That? Yeah, yeah I'm like, I literally I'm was like, I don't know what she is. And she's like, like, she's probably a cancer on the phone yesterday. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was like, I was like, I was, I'm feeling, I'm like, I'm feeling cancer. Like it was very clear. It was just like, not Scorpio. You know, oh, um, I was just okay. like, wait, what's your sun, moon rising, Minji? Okay, yeah, let's yeah. Trans- transition into that part. How the yes. hell did, what about me? I want to I know. know. She's in, no, it was, it was she's interesting. She's an empath. She's crazy. It was she's like, she's got the, yeah. yeah, it was like the first you were talking about, oh yeah, like feeling like, um, I think you were talking about like being disorganized, you know, and then mm-hmm. you, you obviously are somebody who feels very deeply. Mm-hmm. So then, oh, yeah. and then you're also very multifaceted. So it's just like, <laughs> so it's just like, okay, well, a Cancerian, you know, like obviously very nurturing, very motherly, but also, you know, like a leader, you know what I mean? So yes. like a Cancer in her essence is like Princess Diana, you know what I mean? Like just like always <gasps> being really selfless and like loving, hugging those that probably don't get hugged a lot, you know, like paying mm-hmm. attention to voices of the oppressed or like, you know, people who, you know, excavating those sort of stories. Um, and super hot. And super hot. <laughs> yes, very sexy. Oh, that's um, number one thing. <laughs> but also shadow side is just like you feel constantly overwhelmed and burnt out, you know? And so mm. I was just like, it was just a sense. Like I just I just kept hearing cancer. So I was like, oh man, she a cancer. Damn, Roxy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that yeah. Roxy wild. has like spirits that are around her all the time. <laughs> Wait, what's your sun moon rising? Yeah. Um, so maybe? cancer sun, moon Leo, uh, rising is Lib- Libra. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that. I could see all of that. Actually, I got a lot going on there. I've been unpacking no, no, a lot of those beautiful. Things. No, that's so beautiful. It's like it's like you know uh, what you do actively. Sorry, I, I'm. I know this isn't part of the podcast, but now I feel <laughs> no, like I, I really want to dive no, into it. No, this is actually on our beat sheet. It's our show. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I made a separate beat sheet. <laughs> no, that's our Capricorn side, but it's like yeah. I, I would love. I'm just so fascinated. I've heard about this from Prisca, and I've also heard it from our friend Melly about like how, and from your podcast also, just like your <laughs> your love for the woo woo, which I love as well. I'm I've been yes. very much on my own like just excursion. I feel like figuring out where I stand with the universe, with God, with what I believe and how I interpret Mm. things. I'm fascinated by all of that. And I'm very curious, like if you can share some of that, because Priska and I definitely talked about our spirituality and Priska, I want to hear more from you about that because just things that you guys have covered on your podcast about just belief systems, the paradigms, the awakenings, the the transitions out of like certain ways of thinking and the ways that that has mm. impacted the way we carry ourselves in relationships, in our careers, mm-hmm. um, just, you know, and there's a lot of, there's a lot to unpack there. And I think there's, I, I feel some level of like in the past embarrassment and shame, because I felt like, again, I was judging it so hard it, to me, all this woo woo mm-hmm. stuff was very like the judgy intellectual of like, really like the, but I'm so, like deeply inside, I've always been fascinated by it. So I think that it's just, it's a lot of projecting that I did at the end of the day, mm-hmm. but I'm working like my way out of that. And Roxy, I'm just curious, like, what has your 
experience with mm. all of that bin because we're about to get a tarot card pulled by Roxy yes. BTW. Yes, yes, yes. And well, you can I always light. think that like, you know, it's always logic versus intuition, right? Like we're we're born into this 3D world. We're, we're born into like, oh, this is the tangible like elements in our hands, right? This is your reality. Mm-hmm. This is your job. You climb the relationship ladder. You climb the social ladder. You climb the career ladder. And then when mm-hmm. all of these things sort of fall apart, even when you tried your best, you're you're there like wondering why. And I think I found my spiritual awakening really late. I didn't know that I that what I had was a psychic ability. I didn't know that clairsentience mm-hmm. was a psychic mm-hmm. ability. I didn't know that hyperintuition was a psychic ability. You know, you're just thinking clairvoyance or like, you know, you you see media and TV, like all these really cool things, like you hear messages or like you see signs, right? And for me, I was closing that off so much because I was just conditioned to learn to learn and live logically. And when mm. everything in my life fell apart, um, I I felt like, why am I trying my best? And why are the results that I worked for not coming to me? What is blocking me? Wow. And that's when I sat in silence for a very long time. And you don't really connect to your spirituality until you're very much alone and you're confronted with your demons and who you are. And that's when you start connecting psychically. So then I um, I started connecting with my spirit guides. And, um, you know, they're different for everybody. And also your higher self, which is basically future you. Um, so anytime you feel that you have a bad gut feeling about something, you have a good feeling about something, that's because future you has already gone down that path. So she's giving you signs and giving you reassurance and sending, you know, messages back to past you. So I've been in situations where clients have been like, who are my guides? And I was like, oh, my God, this one's coming in real hot. I was like, don't do this one situation regarding this because she went down that path and she doesn't want you to do it. So she's coming through to me right now to tell you to not do that. And, you know, sometimes it's family members, people who have passed away, you know, um, soul tribe. You know, there's basically a lot of different. Um, and deities sometimes come through. So depending on how long that they stay with you. So I, I, uh, it's been a really amazing journey and you know, I doubted myself so much. I doubted. And Prisca was one of the first people that I read while I started practicing my craft. Prisca, do you remember mm. when I first read for you? Um, it, it, the time at the, at the diner. Oh my God. I, I was like tearing up in the middle of this diner in the middle of K-Town. And then okay. the waiter came came over, right? Yeah, and he wanted to get read. <laughs> oh, wow, and okay. Then he, and then she read for him, and oh my God, I, I think this guy must be probably famous or something now, but uh, he had like the most incredible speaking voice and essence, and Roxy just like read for him, and he was like broke down. Yeah, he was it was shook. just like this handsome man, like strong, like muscles out to here, like, but he, he was he went there emotionally and let himself be vulnerable in front of Roxy. Prisca was wow. the first person. Prisca was the first person who said you should read for him because I was like, no, 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 I'm not a real psychic. You know, like I'm just yeah. reading for people I know. And I always thought oh, it was because I know these people. So my intuition towards them right. is more accurate. But like when I first started reading for him, he was like this big black guy from Alabama, you know, like I don't <laughs> know him. And I was like, Oh God, please work, please work. And then for some yeah. reason, when I started speaking to the spread, it was like, it was like all all the all these facts just came at me. Wow. I was like, you recently had to let go of a friend. You know, I'm like, are you working three jobs, four jobs? Like it's it's almost Ugh. it was just like facts wow. just like coming in straight into your system and you just start talking. So usually for my clients, you know, I do 30 to one hour sessions and I talk really fast because there's all this information coming into me. And Damn. um, you know, and people 
either sit there and cry the whole time because it's you know they need <laughs> affirmations for everything That's that me. they're feeling you know and you know Prisca's gr- grandmothers have been with us you know for a couple readings yeah. and um the the whole aspect is like t- to not fear the unknown because mm-hmm. you need to trust your gut whether it's a good feeling or not right mm-hmm. sometimes I deny yeah. clients because I'm like the vibe isn't right I was like I don't feel mm-hmm. good about this therefore I respectfully decline to do a session with this person so it's um usually I just, I just trust myself more and more, you know? And like through this journey, mm. I was like, oh, I can see through the facade. I could see through the mask. I could hone in on exactly what it is. And it's made me into a better, better storyteller. It's made me into a better person. It's made me, you know, a better human being, right? With harder wow. boundaries as well. Because once you allow yourself to access this gift and with, you know, Cancerians, it's also empathy, right? It's the ability mm. to absorb energies from other people. And sometimes you get lost. You don't know who you are because you've been absorbing so much, right? Prisca yeah. also yeah. the yeah. same way. So it's like, how do you say, I, I put this boundary up. I will not take this home with me. You know, because some of these are pretty intense, but that's where it started for me, you know, in a general sense. Wow. And I I think what's great too, Rox, is like how I've seen you as a friend develop with this kind of newfound um, passion and and practice is the second that I introduce you to someone new. You either you either take to them immediately or you don't take to I them know. at all. Like and you used to fake I'm it. So like, you know, I'm, not I know, fake I know. it. I but feel so mean now. <laughs> no, you're not. It's just like you uh, like not. I could tell like when like when we met we met up with um Cynthia Wang for brunch oh the other God, day. And like immediately it was like as if they've known each other Cynthia. for a thousand years. I love you, Cynthia. <laughs> yeah, they were just like oh God, boom, like gangbusters. Oh God, you, you know, and I was like, wow. This is like she's she's following her intuition. And I would say this. And I, I know, Minji, you have a very religious background as well. Yeah. Um, and that that's something that um, you talked to with my husband on the podcast about. Go back and listen to that episode. That one's great. <laughs> yep. um, yeah, it's a great one. But I, I think that a couple of years ago, because I think the biggest reading that you did for me, Rox, was just about a year ago. I think that even five years ago, if you had told me you were going to do kind of not quite a seance, but, you know, halfway between a seance and, and a tarot mm-hmm. reading, I don't think that I would have been open mm-hmm. to it. I might have just politely declined yeah. uh, and then been afraid of it. Like, you know, but when we did it and like she said, immediately right when the candle was lit, right when we started the session, like my the spirits of my grandmothers came tumbling through the air and they were noisy and they were loud and they were present. And I was immediately just a buckets of tears just pouring down my face. Wow. And I I. I found it to be this moment in my own spiritual journey where I was able to let go of the fear that Christianity kind of uh, imposes on anything but Christianity, Mm. um, anything but the Holy Spirit, anything but like a whatever, quote unquote, good spirit. Um, I had so many walls up about that and so much um, like uh, like almost like. uh, it was a trigger point for me. Mm. I remember going to like a Buddhist temple once and being overwhelmed by spirits and 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 I read it to be negative and traumatizing mm. because of how I was raised, you know? Yep. So having this moment with Roxy was a big moment for me of realizing I've I've really started to shed that over religious, like very conservative view of what spirituality can look like. So I'm curious, Thank Mindy, you like, so much, what Prisco, does that look like for, for like you? Tr- trusting yeah. me, you know? Like I know it's yeah. a big step. It was a big step. Yeah. And I think that's, it's very meaningful that like a friend that means as much to Prisco or to anybody like that, 
They can, there's so many things that I think people that we love and that we allow into our lives and trust and become vulnerable with the, the power that they have to either intentionally or unintentionally open us up to other aspects of life, other ways of thinking, other perspectives yeah. and other ways to find meaning in the world. Cause like to answer your question, Prisca, I was definitely raised to believe anything. I was always curious about horoscopes since I was really little, like mm. 17 magazine. I mean, whatever, like any, the newspaper, <laughs> I was just curious about people. I've always been wow. very drawn. I was always like driving down the street in our neighborhood. I wonder about who lives in that house. Why do they drive that car? What do they do for work? Like, what's their favorite color? What's their mm. favorite flavor of ice cream? I've just been that person. And so when I would wow. get these clues through horoscopes or what have you, personality tests, like, it just gave me more information. And I was so curious mm. to understand what drives them, what makes them tick, what makes them light up, what makes them sad. And that would connect mm. me to like a bigger force in the world. And so there was part of me that always felt that since the get-go, as far back as I can remember, I personally wow. have kind of felt really early on, Roxy, that I ha like didn't know at the time that I had like empath powers. I could yes. feel other mm. people's feelings so strongly. I could just start crying because... If somebody was hurting, it would fuck me up inside. Like I would feel mm. their pain and I was beside myself because I was like, well, they're like, how can you be? And then I had a lot of issues within my only family where I was like bullied by my own family and I was kind of bullied to other people. So mm. it was just very sensitive to all the pain and, and happiness. And like everything was like, mm. I'm like a raw nerve, right? Yeah. And mm. so to grow up that way with that personality or that tendency and that sensitivity, and then to be in this very rigid structure of like how you're supposed to receive truth right? and what you're supposed to, how that's supposed to look, how it's supposed to be distributed to people, how it's communicated by what doctrines and by what books and by what power structures, like it was a conflict. And I I think it's always, I, I'm still unpacking it now to this day of where do the way that I look at the world now, which is with much more openness and curiosity um, hmm. versus like how rigid I also was. Cause I very much aligned with that. I abided by, it. I was super obedient and I was fear, very fear driven of like, if I don't abide by these rules, like who am I as a person? Not even like mm. the, the carrot and stick thing of like the heaven and hell thing. That was kind of like minimally impactful. Like, yeah, I wanted mm. to go to heaven, but it was really like, what does this say about my being? Like who I am? Mm. Am I like a complete, if you, you are not, um, being a good person, which that good person was very, in this very small container by the Christian, right. you know, culture. I won't even say by like the Bible. I feel like it's by the right. culture of Christianity. The culture, yeah. Then who am I? And like, I'm a terrible person. Like it was just the way that I viewed others and myself. So to like mm. explore all this has been really, really fun, really, really humbling. It's it's yeah. kind of destroyed me in a way. And I think honestly, I'm okay with that because I think not <laughs> all those things needed to be kept, you know? Yeah. So are you open to I, having a tarot reading like a full one with me? Yeah, I um, would be honored. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind yeah, of scared. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. It's a love connection. Oh my god. Have, I, I'm so excited right I'm, now. I'm sweaty and I have chills. <laughs> I'm getting like chills, like literally. But I I, I think 
yes, that reading needs to happen. And also I had a similar moment where it's not discounting what you've been through and it's not discounting the religion you might have grown up with, but it's kind of affirming the fact that more people than just you in your religion feel the same way you do. Mm-hmm. When in my kind of sociology world religions class, you 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 find out Almost every religion in the world has the same precepts, like three of the biggest religions in the world, um, like share the same five books. And, you know, these things that were demonized by my, you know, my church and my church culture um, growing up, these things to be feared. um, And like Roxy and I have talked about was also entangled with being an immigrant or being raised by immigrants. Mm -hmm. Um, All these things like actually. like I didn't have to live in a world of fear anymore because we were actually all more the same than different. Yes. And I think that's what that kind of connection moment had for me. Shout out to Mazumdar at UCI. <laughs> Yo. She, Yo. she Yo. remember all of the lessons from these classes. For I can't I don't remember, remember anything. You just don't like, remember I like you're just like quoting things from Bliss Lim back from like you know like Bliss first Lim, year in, 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 in film class. I'm like, how the fuck do you remember that? I like don't even know. I'm a filmmaker. I don't remember any of that. That's crazy. Because <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm literally, I literally love teachers. <laughs> yes, I know that too. I, I would hang out with teachers. Your on deepest the daily. fantasies. I hung out with the librarian. Yep. Yeah, like yeah. I love teachers. So it's yeah, my bad. It's not your yeah. bad. It's your, it's your blessing and your beauty. I can't remember. I can't remember a single professor's name right now. Like, <laughs> do I know any professors from when I went to school? I can't remember. But if any. you guys. If you guys do a reading together, which you will, can we do a follow up like little touch base episode? One hundred percent. When because like I know that Roxy has a busy schedule, and I want to honor her time. Um, this I just feel like we just like started the episode. To be honest, like <laughs> I feel like this is part one. Can we? Can I? I I'm going. I'm, I'm asking of you on 30. air. So I apologize, and we can edit this out. Can we do a part two? <laughs> of course, of course, of course, of course. Yes, yes. and I, I feel like it's, it's like two different topics, right? Because it's talking yeah. because. It's, yeah. it's, there's a lot to tackle here. Spirituality in itself and religion is uh, is is a lot to dive into. It is a lot. Yeah. yeah. And so if anything, and this so, episode was kind of like an appetizer. Honestly, and I wanted it to be that for amuse-bouche. an amuse-bouche for two horny goats because you guys dive deep into all these things. And I, I just I'm very grateful that those conversations exist. I'm glad that we're having this and like, let this be the first. I say this Yay. all the freaking time, but I mean it. Let it be the first of many conversations because um, yes. I keep learning and I don't know. I just feel like my own little my little walls that have been inside and that's still to this day of like stuff that I'm trying to like tackle or like or like gently let go what you know whichever Mm, metaphor we need it's a daily process and so i'm just glad to be in the company of other people that i can explore those those concepts with and express like those experiences with and feel like oh yes i am not alone and even if it is my unique experience that doesn't like to have other people that understand and care about it, that alone in and of itself is very healing. So we love love you. I love you guys. We're here for it. We hope it's okay. But we end um, a lot of our episodes with Roxy pulling a card for the collective. So if everyone can just send their collective energy right now, just send it out into the world. Mostly me and Minji because we're in the present, but from the future, like, <gasps> send it back. Bitch. Here we go. <gasps> what? Bitch. <laughs> okay. So, so it's a vagina. when I shuffle the cards, the queen, it's a vagina. Yes. The queen of wands <laughs> came out. 
So the Queen of Wands is a Woo! fire card, right? So the Queen of Wands is what I call the Daenerys Targaryen of the deck. And it talks about Whoa. embracing your feminine energy and taking action and having confidence in doing something that you may have been deliberating about for the longest time. And so it's like, Magic! yes, so it's, um, I'm seeing a lot of sunflowers. Um, so uh, for those of you that feel like you want to uh, gain a little bit more of this energy or wanting to welcome it into your home and into your life, I suggest getting some sunflowers, putting it into your <gasps> space, wherever it is that you work, you know, to re- really be able to. So it's interesting, right? Because like fire signs are masculine energy. But what we got was the queen of wands, which is a feminine Ooh. card. Right. So really having as a woman or if you're female presenting or if you identify as a woman, taking that masculine en- energy and like stepping forward with it with confidence being assertive yeah. right so Ooh. i think i think this collective energy right now is very much in passivity that we're sitting in so in yeah. order to seek that balance remember to also nurture your fire so that's what i'm getting for the collective Ooh, i love it oh my god i'm gonna go buy some is this another way to pedal plants Roxy? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, plants need the sun to grow, so we should all get sunflowers. <laughs> I'm definitely going to put a sock down my pants yeah. as well, just to kind of feel like big dick energy. Well, honestly, works, sometimes dude. I do that, usually on Wednesday nights. <laughs> yes, which is so, Wednesday, Wednesday night. nights, schlong, schlong, schlong sock time. Schlong, schlong. <laughs> love you, schlong time. Love you, love you, schlong time. Stay horny. Love, love you, schlong time. time. Stay, Stay horny. horny. <laughs> Thanks for having us. We love, love you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this thank reading. You. Everybody, take care of yourselves and go listen to Two Horny Goats. And stay tuned for part two. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 <laughs> thank you again for tuning in for this week's episode with roxy and prisca of two horny goats podcast did i not tell you uh, i told you guys right like how amazing you are. <laughs> so now you got your sneak peek or you got a little glimpse of this collabo so go check out their podcast two horny goats you can go to twohornygoats.com and you can follow along roxy and prisca on instagram uh, at Roxy She and at Prisca Music. That's music with a K. And if you can find them on Twitter, Roxy's at Roxy She 88 and Prisca's at Prisca Music. Um, and their podcast is available on all the platforms. So go check it out. So much fun talking with them. This is definitely not the last time they'll be on the show. And uh, hopefully more crossovers will be happening. So that was really awesome. Thank you guys so much. And Stay tuned for the end of this episode where we're going to have our outro music provided by Prisca because she is an incredibly talented singer-songwriter. Her recent collabo with Dan, a.k.a. Dan, called Sob Rock, which I really enjoy. I love the title. It's, it's a mood, right? Like, what else do we need right now? So t- stay tuned for that. And this uh, this week's intro song was provided by Uzuhan, none other than Uzuhan. And the song is called Uzu Trap. Uh, our episode was produced by Marvin Yue and Anna Sun. Uh, first of all, supported by Juliana Deer. Thank you guys so much for being an incredible team to help build this channel. And uh, shout out to my Patreon patrons. Thank you guys so much for helping me keep the podcast alive. And if you'd like to become a supporter of First of all, on Patreon, you can join our Discord community. Uh, We have monthly hangouts. Uh, I'm going to start pulling some tarot cards, which was introduced by Roxy and I've been dabbling in for the last few months and having a lot of fun with and just trying to put something positive out there for 
my listeners. It's a lot of different perks, um, but you can join in the Patreon family at patreon.com slash first of all podcast. And if you're not interested in Patreon but like to support another way, you can check out my website, firstofallpod.com, and see all the different thingies there you can find uh, if you'd like to support me and contribute to the channel. Really, really appreciate it. You can follow along on Instagram at first of all pod on Instagram. My personal page, page is at Minjeezy. And you can also email me first of all pod at gmail.com if you have any questions, want to provide any input, uh, commentary, rave about Roxy and Prisca, whatever you'd like to do, feel free to hit me up and would love to hear from you. If you enjoy this, podcast please follow along and subscribe uh leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts. it does make my show easier to find for others that way and i just appreciate the love and want to keep making great content for you guys to enjoy and yeah what else is that oh i'm the proud member of the potluck podcast collective which is a collective of asian american podcasters and storytellers you can find me and the rest of the potluck crew on all of the platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, etc. So please share with a friend. And yeah, that's it for my outro. Have an incredible week. Another amazing episode coming up soon with Melody Chang. She's coming back from Asian Boss Girl. We get to talk about being single in our 30s and dating and all that good stuff. And this is another person that I love. So stay tuned for that. In the meantime, take care of yourselves and each other. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.
Did Minji disappear? Yes. I think she disappeared. Hopefully she comes back. <laughs> she I think was like, internet. I don't want to hear this right now. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Friska. <laughs> and, and I'm Roxy. <laughs> And, and this is first of all, are. this is first of all, we've had hijacked first, first of, of all. all. We have hijacked first of all <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the pirated version. <laughs> You're getting this for free. Oh, wait. We feel um, so powerful right now. We really do. Uh-huh. Um, dear listener, Roxy here is a tarot reader. Roxy, can you tell us a little bit about what tarot reading, um, what tarot reading is, and why it's so important? Um, I think that tarot is a very good way. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, that Uh-oh. cut Uh-oh. off. Are you? Ba- I'm back. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> is she texting you? What do we do? Hi, I'm Marvin. And I'm Rira. We're the host of Books and Boba, a book club and podcast dedicated to books by Asian and Asian American authors. Every month we pick a book by an Asian author to read and discuss on the show. We read a wide variety of genres from contemporary to historical fiction, fantasy to memoirs, and crime thrillers to romance. Some of our past book club picks are Pachinko by Minjin Lee, Sorcerer to the Crown by Zen Cho, and Devotion of Suspect X by Keigo Higashino. We also go over what's new in the Asian American literary world and chat with some talented Asian authors about their work. So whether you want to start reading for fun again or diversify your TBR list, we got your Asian literature cravings covered. For more info, check out our website at booksandboba.com. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever you find your podcasts. Part of the Potluck Podcast Collective. 